I had just suffered one of the greatest heartbreaks ever. The city of New York, Boricua from the Bronx. So great was this heartbreak that about five nights ago, I dreamt that I was having an argument with this particular ex. Then, after we were done screaming at each other, she tried to attack me. Mind you, I don't scream at women. So this dream was out of character altogether. In any case, after she was done screaming at me, she jumped on me and we made wild, intense, passionate love. It was that kind of a heartbreak, y'all. I remember often addressing her as the most beautiful woman in the world. And to this day, I think she is one of the most beautiful women I have ever set my eyes upon. The heartbreak was so great that all these years later, she still manages to infiltrate my dreams. Nearly two decades ago, she still manages to infiltrate my dreams. Shortly after the split, I got into the greatest shape of my life. Mind you, I was already pretty lean and fairly ripped. But her leaving me, it took my body to a whole other level. You see, I was so hurt and I was so distraught. I poured all this pain. I poured it all into my body in the gym. I got more shredded than I have ever been in my entire life. I have often said that the leaner I am, the more fit I am, the more hurt I have been. I remember when I would go to the beach, so many women and men would hit on me. They'd ask me to sit with them on their blankets. They'd offer me their food and drink and try to get to know me. And though occasionally I'd sit for a bit, I was pretty damn heartbroken and would eventually continue on my way to wherever it was that I was going. I did create a connection with one girl who was very cute. She was sweet, only to later find out that this woman was dating someone on the very block that I lived. My sister knew of her. I thought that was hilarious. And it only seemed to fit the narrative of Angel getting hurt. Though I wasn't hurt at all. I was just concerned with avoiding trouble. During that period, I remember one scenario in particular. I was in Webster Hall. And I was hanging out in the basement room. It was like the hip hop and reggae room where we all went down and partied. There were so many beautiful women all around me. Well, I remember this one particular cute West Indian girl. She was staring at me, smiling. I weakly smiled back at her. And I stayed where I was, wallflower, holding up the wall. And that's when the song, Just In Case, by Jaheem came on. And I just lost it. I quietly, silently started to shed tears in my little corner where I held up the wall. Privately, or so I thought. I figured that no one would notice since it was dark and it was crowded and everybody was just having a grand old time. Who would notice this loser crying over there, quietly holding up the wall? But I was wrong. 
That pretty West Indian girl, she noticed the change in my demeanor. She saw the darkness come over me. Sweet girl she was, she came over and she asked me, hey, what's wrong? Now being the sentimental fool that I am, rather than noticing what was actually happening here, I told her that my heart had just been broken by the most beautiful woman in the world. And this song, just in case, it reminded me of her because it was playing one of those last times that me and her made love, ironically. This beautiful West Indian woman who was so clearly interested in the Adonis that was me, she appeared to get kind of dark and sad herself now. And I could see her looking at me with pity in her eyes, confusion as to why I'd be standing in a place like Webster Hall, crying over some woman who didn't love me when there are so many beautiful women around, herself among them. I can't blame her. I mean, look at where I was at. Look who I was talking to. Look around. Look at everything that was going on. I was in a nightclub in New York City. And there I was crying like this pathetic fucking loser over this woman who didn't love me. After a few moments of trying to raise my spirits, her friends came back from wherever they were. She looked at me. She smiled. She came in and gave me a gentle kiss on my lips. She wished me luck. And then she said goodbye. She walked away. Her kiss was soft. It was gentle and it moved me. This beautiful, sweet woman. <laughs> I still remember you. You know, it would only make sense that I mourn this lost love at the very place where I met her. It was her birthday. She had just turned 18. Just became legal to enter this club. I was pretty young myself. Young, innocent, ignorant, impressionable, and clearly, foolishly to fall in love. Interestingly, I had only made that connection as I wrote this story. It was only then that I remembered that I was mourning her where I met her. I met the most beautiful girl in the world <laughs> who broke my heart at Webster Hall. And there I was once again at Webster Hall crying for her. How ironic is that? Usually, the memory of that night comes forth whenever I hear that song, just in case. But it no longer makes me cry. It no longer affects me the same way it used to. But I can still remember that pain. I can still remember that night. I can still remember how low I sank, how much I cried. I'll never forget it. That was truly a low point for me. And clearly, my subconscious remembers because it gives me these dreams. These dreams that I do not ask for. These dreams that I do not yearn for. They infiltrate me at my weakest when I'm in my slumber, unable to defend myself. They come forth and bring back this pain. The power that music has to transport you back in time, that never ceases to amaze me. The power that a dream has to take you back in time, you are there at that moment feeling everything you felt, only to wake up and realize that it has been 20 years since that day happened. How that 
feeling is so real in that dream never, ever, ever ceases to amaze me. I have woken up with tears in my eyes crying because of a memory, a dream. I do wonder whatever became of that beautiful West Indian girl who tried her best to cheer me up that night. If you are out there and by any chance of God you ever Google crying at the club or guy crying at the club or you somehow come across this podcast, I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to you for trying to cheer me up. I hope that life has been as kind to you as you were to me on that night when I stood there in Webster Hall against that wall in the hip-hop room crying over this woman who didn't fucking love me. Thank you for trying to cheer me up, and I hope you're living a good life. You are listening to the NYC Talking Podcast, www.nyctalking.com. Please like NYC Talking on Facebook. Please follow Angel R. Talk on Twitter and Instagram. We are NYC Talking, the realest lifestyle blog ever. Thanks for listening.